Great news, everyone. Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Raglan Educational and Transformational Ministries. Great ministries. Welcome to this week's podcast. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we love you. We magnify you. We honor you and we lift up your great name. We pray for those who continue to listen to this podcast. We pray for the new listeners. We pray for those on my daily sick list. The list grows longer, but we haven't lost anyone on it. Thank you, Lord. We pray the blood of Jesus over bladder cancer. We pray that your word will go forth. It will not return to you empty. It will accomplish what you sent it to do in the name of the seed of Abraham, Jesus Christ. Amen. We continue our transformation series And we learned last week that we must be spiritual before we can judge our brothers and sisters. To start off this week's podcast, we will see in 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 4, that we are to judge doctrine and teaching. It reads, For if he who comes preaches another Jesus, whom we have not preached, or if you receive a different spirit by which you have not received, or a different gospel, which you have not accepted, you may well put up with it. In this passage, Paul was addressing the false teachers who had come behind Paul's teaching, causing a rebellion from the teaching they had received from him. Paul's message was the crucifixion of Christ. The false teachers downplayed the crucifixion as weakness. The Greeks considered crucifixion as a sign of weakness, So how could Jesus be the Savior? They proclaimed that either Christ was not crucified or that his crucifixion downgraded him as Savior. My friends, this is a different Jesus that was presented to the Corinthian church, and they began to believe it. Paul had taught on the work of the Holy Spirit, and the Spirit is the only one who can lead people to confess that Jesus is Lord. A different gospel is any message that does not include the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. My comrades for Christ, the new converts at Corinth were babes in Christ, ready to turn from the teaching of the apostle and believe the false teachers. Those who are spiritually mature will be able to rightly judge if doctrine and teaching are correct. We preach Christ and Him crucified. My friends, we are also to judge false Christians. Listen to what 1 John 2nd chapter verses 18 through 20 says. Little children, it is the last hour, and you have heard that the Antichrist is coming. Even now many Antichrists have come, by which we know that it is the last hour. They went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, They would have continued with us, but they went out that they might be made manifest that none of them were of us. But you have an anointing from the Holy One, and you know all things. My brothers and sisters, the last hour that John refers to is the time between the first coming of Christ and his second coming. The period of time in between his coming is a time when many little antichrists will appear. These are false teachers who persuade some to leave the church. 
John says this proves they were never Christians, because if they were real, they never would have left. Antichrists are false teachers who deny that Jesus is the Christ, the divine Son of God. Folks, when you are anointed by the Word of God, through the Spirit of God, you have the cure to the sickness of inaccurate information. Then you will be able to judge whether a Christian is real or not. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 11 proclaims, And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. My brothers and sisters, we are to judge the deeds and works of darkness. What we are dealing with is the obedient, those who live in the light of God's glory, and the disobedient, those who live in the darkness of sin. We are dealing with fruit, which needs light to grow and produce, versus works. When a person obeys the call of the Holy Spirit and is transformed, their fruitful life becomes evident. Likewise, when a person decides to remain a disobedient soul, they belong to the darkness and will suffer now and in eternity to come. But Christians have not been called to keep the light to themselves. By sharing our light with those who might perish, we expose their deeds as evil works. The warning that Paul gives is for you to have an effect on the lost and not the lost have an effect on you. We will judge teachers or false prophets. Listen to what Jesus says in Matthew chapter 7, verses 15 and 16. Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. You will know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? My comrades for Christ, Jesus warns us of the deception the wolf will attempt to bring, except the wolf will be a wolf around the sheep. He will attempt to destroy the flock of God. Jesus was being direct with the religious leaders of his time. They looked like good men, yet they were leading others astray, and they had no relationship with Jesus. Jesus also used the tree metaphor to describe those that produce good fruit. They are good, but thorn bushes cannot produce good fruit. Thorn bushes, or false prophets, are useless because they do not produce good fruit. Did you know that Christians will judge the angels? In 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 3, it says, Do you not know that we shall judge angels? How much more things that pertain to this life? My friends, the church will judge the angels who rebelled against God. 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 4 says, For if God did not spare the angels who sinned, but cast them down to hell and delivered them into chains of darkness, to be reserved for judgment. Also, Jude 6 confirms the future judgment of the fallen angels. It proclaims, And the angels who did not keep their proper domain, but left their own abode, he has reserved in everlasting chains under darkness for the judgment of the great day. Folks, it is a mystery of exactly how we would judge the angels, but stay with me, as we put the clues in place. In Ephesians chapter 1, verses 22 and 23, it says, And he put all things under his feet, and gave him to be head over all things to the church, 
which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all things. My Christian companions, we, the church, will rule with Jesus as part of his body. He is the head, and we are the body, and when Jesus executes judgment on the fallen angels, we will be right there with him. Revelation chapter 3 verse 21 says, The one who conquers, I will grant him to sit with me on my throne, as I also conquered and sat down with my father on his throne. My, my, my. Maybe you missed that. We get to sit with Jesus on the throne of God. This honor is given to those who lead transformed lives for Christ. And finally, did you know that Christians would judge the world? 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 2 proclaims, Do you not know that the saints will judge the world? And if the world will be judged by you, are you unworthy to judge the smallest matters? My brothers and sisters, in addition to the Christians judging the world, listen to what Jesus says in Matthew chapter 19, verse 28. Truly, I say to you, in the new world, when the Son of Man will sit on his glorious throne, you who have followed me will also sit on twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. Folks, most of us know that God and Jesus will judge at the end and add to them Christians and the apostles. And finally, in John chapter 12, verse 48, Jesus says, The one who rejects me and does not receive my words has a judge. The word that I have spoken will judge him on the last day. And so, my friends, the truth that Jesus spoke, our own sins, God, Jesus, Christians, and the apostles will be the judges. We have a glorious future after the judgment. We will live forever with the Lord. In the meantime, we must live in a world that could care less about us or anyone else. Our hope is in the saving blood of Jesus and the faith we place in him to forgive us of our sins. We must desire to be transformed into his image. If you want to be changed, to be more like Jesus, pray this prayer with me. Say, Lord, I trust you to save me. I repent of my sins and turn to your way and your words. In the name of the Son of the Highest, Jesus Christ, amen. And if you gave your life to Christ, email me at hello at greatministries.org and I will give you the next steps. I continue to encourage you to find a good Bible teaching church, send your prayer request, as well as your praise reports and comments to our email address. Again, that's hello at greatministries.org. Please continue to pray for Great Ministries and share us with your friends, your family, and your loved ones, and especially the unsaved. Stay safe, be blessed, and have a great week.